What lies in our power to do, it lies in our power not to do. Aristotle. What's going on guys? Ted Fayton here with another Monday Modern Moment. A little bit of a different setup, so hopefully you guys like the ambiance. I'm actually in my uh, kitchen slash living room right now, but I wanted to hop into today's topic, which is how we can become more charismatic, or quite frankly, don't be an a-hole, right? Um, this is something that has been helpful for me as I adopted being more confident, being more charismatic, operating better in social settings. And this is gonna pay dividends for anybody out there who's looking to improve their impact on a room or improve their charisma when entering a room. So before we jump in, I just wanna remind you guys that these are topics that's covered in my free ebook, Mastering Self-Development Strategies of the New Masculine. Be sure to check out the description below so you can get that free ebook. And of course, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, and share this if you're getting value from these videos. Without further ado, let's jump into the topic of becoming more charismatic. And I wanna start with the story of me from high school. Believe it or not, anybody who knows me today does not believe me when I tell them that I used to be shy. I was not the natural outgoing person that many people know me to be. No one would have said I would end up on TV, let alone run a podcast or be doing a YouTube channel with what I'm doing with you guys right now. Up until freshman year of high school, I was actually very shy and actually kept to myself unless I had a close relationship with you. It wasn't until sophomore year when I started playing football that things started to change. I started building more of a physical stature through that summer as I practiced to try out for the football team. When I joined the football team, I developed a skill that made me feel competent. On Fridays, we were able to wear our jersey because I went to Catholic school where everybody wore uniform, but you knew exactly who the football players were because we wore jerseys on Fridays and that made you stick out in a good way. So these were things that started to gravitate attention towards me and give me confidence in how I showed up in a room. When you're the only one in a football jersey that walks into a classroom, head to turn, makes you feel important. Now, the benefit of that was the relationships that I was able to build on the football field and off of the football field because of how I showed up in rooms. So if you wanna increase your competence and your charisma and your confidence when entering a room and being in social settings, this is the video for you. And without further ado, let's break down six steps you can take to get better at being charismatic and not be an a-hole. That's gonna be the second section. But first, uh, number one, cultivate active listening skills, all right? When you're in a room and you're in social settings, you want to pay attention. Pick up on those verbal cues. Pick up on the interest, the, the room, as they say. Read the room. Find out the temperature of the room and how you fit in it. With that listening, you'll be able to be authentically engaged in the environment and what's going on. So that's number one, is practice actively listening and being present in the room of where you are so you can properly engage in the environment. Number two would be understand the power of body language. How do you show up? Freshman year in high school, I was very closed off. My shoulders were scrunched forward. I didn't really have a welcoming frame. But when you extend your chest, you lift your head up and you walk with your shoulders pinned back, people notice. That puts off a, an air about you. So understanding body language can help you appear more confident, which makes you more welcoming, which will help make you more charismatic. Number three, 
You want to find common ground and express genuine interest in others' passions. I remember going to a, a pet market really quick with my wife, and I started talking to the sales professional about African cichlids and the difficultness of operating a small tank versus a big tank. And my wife said, you can talk to just about anybody. How? Well, it came from not just active listening, but actually taking interest in other people's passions. Because of that, I'm a student and I, I learn so much about so many different topics. So I've become maybe a jack of all trades in terms of conversations with other people. I could talk about just anything. And that's what helps you become more charismatic is when you are able to hold your own on almost any subject matter. You don't need to be an expert, but just be a little bit informed. Also, you wanna avoid negativity radiate positivity. Nobody likes the party pooper. I'll put it that way. But everybody likes the life of the party. You, know, you don't want to overdo it. You don't want to people please and, and pander to other people's needs. But by being the positive light in the room and irradiating positivity, you will then be the gravity that pulls those opportunities towards you. Number five, embrace vulnerability. This could be a hard one for people to sit in. If it gets a little awkward, peace, I'm out. No. Use it as a magnet to build genuine connections with others. Empathize. Meet them where they're at. Understand where they're coming from. Lean in a little bit more and talk to them about what they're going through and even help them navigate it a little bit. It helps build connections with others and also makes you more likable afterwards. Number six, last but not least, is confidence without arrogance. You can be self-assured, but don't put other people down. I always say the difference between confidence and arrogance is confidence is believing the best in yourself and hoping the best of others. Arrogance is believing the best in yourself over others. You want to elevate the room that you're in. You want to push everybody up. And in doing that, you will then not only exude confidence, but you would exude care, which is very, very helpful when followed up with confidence. Finally, as the added tidbit after those six steps, don't be an a-hole. I'm gonna, I'm gonna run through these really quick because this is a pretty long modern moment, but don't be an a-hole. Number one, recognize the negative impact that an a-hole has in the room. Only one spoiled apple can ruin the bunch. Number two, cooperation over aggressive competition. I'm one who likes competition, but it should be friendly competition. We should be competing to increase each other's capabilities, not decrease each other's capabilities. Going back to that confidence and arrogance uh, comparison. By being confident versus arrogant, you can be competitive, but still competitive in a way where you want that person that way to operate at their best, yet you still want to be better. Three, maintain emotional boundaries with individuals who have toxic behavior. Ain't nobody got time for that. You have to push it aside. Do not entertain negative energy. End of story. Number four is advocate for an a-hole free zone. We don't do that here. Call it out if you see it. If someone's acting weird or acting like an a-hole or making people uncomfortable, be the person to call it out. Be the leader of the room and identify, hey, you're a little out of line, man. Maybe you should cool it down. Number five is understand the critical role and leadership you can play in decreasing a-hole behavior. You can actually lead with your charisma. You can lead with your confidence and how you pour into others. Others would want to emulate that more than the a-hole. And because of that, you'll be more liked and, of course, increase your charisma, confidence, and likability. These are all ways you can improve yourself in social situations. Much of the 
this is a follow-up of last week's episode, so be sure to check that out on a number of ways you can improve your social skills. Again, this is all from my free ebook, which you can find in the comments below. It's Mastering Self-Development, Strategies of the New Masculine, on how you can focus on your gift, on your purpose, focus on mastery and growth, and then monetize that to live the life that you want to live. So definitely hop into that. And if you got value from this little long <laughs> Monday Modern Moment, be sure to hit that like button, hit subscribe. I don't know where they are these days, but also share this with somebody else that you know got value from it. Appreciate it, guys, and be sure to tune in on Wednesdays for our long-form content. And as we always say at the end of the episode, everybody wants the sunshine, but they don't want the rain. You can't get the pleasure 